0: Well, it's all changed this week because uh, it's now one o'clock and it's a good two, three, four hours before I'm usually doing this um, due to the fact that I've got a very busy day today and a very busy day tomorrow and I'm starting to panic because I don't think I'm going to get everything done. not quite sure how that's happened, Uh, but anyway, it has. So welcome to uh, a rather fraught episode 38 of Mr. Bert Pods. Yes, I'm hoping we'll have some uh, extra special, exciting uh, uh, events going on outside the window. Uh, absolutely nothing has happened so far. So, um, yes, big, another big change is uh, there was a lot of there's been a lot of uh, fuffing around in this household due to there being a bad back and uh, replacement of chairs. And chair, extra chair has now been moved into the front room. And I have put it next to my rocking chair. And I realised that I have been unconsciously slightly annoyed every week. Uh, and just now realised it's because of the chair, which all I have to do is move it into the middle of the room. And then I can move it back at the end of this podcast recording. Uh, and it just makes me, uh, freeze me up again. I think I was feeling a little bit claustrophobic with it there. And I think it was stopping me looking at the window properly. So that's all interesting. Um, today's uh, yeah, Christmas trees. Uh, I don't know about anybody else but around here everybody has put their Christmas trees on the pavements um, and they're not little Christmas trees, they're great big Christmas trees. Now as far as I'm aware the council have said they if you do the right thing with them um, you chop them in half and put them out with your green bin. I don't know what green bin day is but anyway they'll be removed but no everybody's just throwing them onto the pavement uh, so if you're partially sighted or you have difficulty walking or you're elderly uh, along with battling the uh, um, the uneven surface of the pavements around here uh, noted that I slammed my foot into a when I was wearing sandals in summer slammed my foot into a paving stone that was sticking up and I still have the bruise from that Um not only do you have to battle against all that you've now got to get around Christmas tree obstacles all over the uh, pavement so um, that's really oh and of course we're all dodging each other well supposedly trying to keep away from each other as we walk past each other uh, and um, uh, somebody walking past there looks a bit a bit seedy um, so yes yeah, so that's just really annoying me now because they're absolutely everywhere on the pavements around here um and uh there's just so many of them that i can't physically pick them all up and throw them into people's gardens but i certainly do feel like doing that so good on muswell hill sure that'll keep darren happy uh darren's been annoying because he's given me more work to do so um i've Mm, yes, it's the general busyness going mm-hmm. Car going past. Um, general busyness uh, is well. What's at the root of it all is usually I've done my tax return at this point. Uh, November, December, I've usually got it done. The deadline's said first of January. For some reason, I think I just had too much to do. I didn't do the tax return, uh, and especially as last year's was so traumatic, I think I was putting off. So it's now not late, but late in my own personal schedule. So last year, the problem with my tax return is I do a little bit of self-employed work, which is my teaching, um, and I get a little bit of pay every now and then for the odd freelance work I do, but not very much, Um, but always enough that I have to uh, declare it. But most of my work is is PAYE. So where it all went horribly wrong in March this year was because I wasn't PAYE with my uh, income job. Uh, I was working for the Royal Shakespeare Company who uh, put you all on uh, self-employment self tax. So um, oh, I'm going to have to do all that next year, actually, thinking on it. Oh, no, am I doing it this year? No, I've got to do all that this year. So yeah, I've got all lot to worry about. Anyway... Da, 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 da. so um basically i don't earn enough money on self-employment to qualify for any sort of rebate or loan or anything because i've got a business this that, and the other and you've got to be earning ten thousand pounds or something which is absolutely nowhere near where i what i'm earning and um, and i'd also come off paye so i couldn't be furloughed um if i'd been on my previous job um or the royal shakespeare company paye so employees freelancers i would be furloughed but uh that's all uh that's how i fell through the gaps so it has been a bit of a tumultuous week so that, i don't like being prejudiced against white vans but they really do zoom up and down this road like it's brand's hatch um so and that one needs a clean um the So last year I did my self-assessment, and the thing is, because you pay this thing called NICS, National Insurance Contribution something, to, uh, it just means you're paying towards your your, um, pension. Now, what I didn't realise was that you... Well, no, I did realise. I I do realise that you're contributing towards that in your... um, PAYE obviously it's your national insurance payments but I wanted to make sure that I was paying uh, my my national insurance for I just wanted to make sure basically so I said yes I I ticked the box that said yes I do want to pay these and then I think they they then take that money off you see talking through it now I'm thinking well why did I tick that box because obviously I was paying PAYE anyway I did, I ticked the box, I put the thing I always bring them up at the HMR, uh, HRMC and they're always very good and just say can you check this over before I send it through and the person I spoke to checked it through and she said ah, you've already paid enough uh, for your national insurance um, uh, so you don't need to worry about ticking that box anyway at that point it all went horribly wrong and uh, I can't even remember why it went wrong Now she put it through without me knowing or something and basically I ended up paying too much. Um, but that all happened at, right at lockdown when, of course, all the government departments fled home uh, and everything went to pieces. So basically, there was a big cock-up. Uh, I, I was owed money, but it was telling the computer, computers was no, was telling me that I owed them money. Um, and I was getting, you know, basically saying I hadn't paid my tax, my uh, bill, which I had so i got into a real flap about that because i hate not being you know, i just hate not being where i should be with these things and um in hindsight again i should have just let it go you know i should have just it let it go because in the end it did pretty much come out of the wash but i kept ringing them up and um i just they weren't they're usually really helpful there and they just weren't very helpful they were probably really stressed with everything going on in fairness um, and it just went on and on and I started losing my patience and then eventually I got through to one person and they said oh the last person's might have done this and then they checked through and they had done this sort of thing and that's how the whole thing had started in the first place and it wasn't the problem wasn't what we'd all thought it was and it was just anyway so I've got fortunate I've, I've got a refund so I've, I'm in credit uh, which is quite useful this year this is my 2019 to 2020 which is when I get really confused but but when you put it in you have to put down all your PAYE employment and of course I just bounce around from job to job so I've got so many different employers and then they're all absolutely hopeless they've got these accounting departments who do God knows what but I seem to have spent most of my last working year battling people who were not taxing me correctly and it wasn't just me it was other people I was working with so you know all that's going on so when I come back and and because all that was ages ago I then come back to look at it now and I can't remember what all those problems were and did I sort them all out I think I did um, and I just I just, my heart sinks. the whole thing I absolutely hate it I really hate it so I think that's another thing I've just been putting off doing it anyway well I've started doing it um, and I, then I get tired and flustered and I misread something really simple and, and I decide the whole thing is working against me and of course it isn't and then I get cross, so um, i started doing that. So that was good. So on top of that, Darren then last month, and I think everybody is aware of this now, dumped a, a supposed suggestion, it wasn't anything of the sort that uh, they were going to do. Uh, Damn we're going to do a night in January uh, with three or four darker plays uh inspired by the one i did for space within in november and using that one and then i said to darren well i don't really want that one to be done again because i liked it but it and, and obviously it was a, a real challenge for you to produce it and i think you wanted to do it again now they've got a handle on it but i didn't like it as much i wanted to do something with a bit more depth because it was sort of like a story with a twist at the end but the twist didn't come from anywhere uh, whereas I like it when the, the clues to the twist are embedded in the story uh, before the end and the audience then realise everything that's going on at the end when you get the twist. So I rewrote really wrote something. It was an adaptation. I'm, I just, of course, haven't had a, heard the end of this. It's an adaptation. Um, and it's of an Eden, Edith Wharton short story called The Eyes. Oh, I shouldn't really be saying this. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, so I wrote it, um, but I tried to keep it Uh, Because the last one, I deliberately wrote it as to make it as difficult as possible for Darren to do on Zoom. And in fairness, he could have didn't have to do it as I wanted it done because he's the director who's in charge. But he did, and it was very lovely. Um, What I've done is simplified this, but I still tried to make it into a Zoom thing. Unfortunately, what it's turned, what it was turning into, was a monologue, and I don't really like monologues because they're just so easy to do on Zoom. Uh, there's nothing wrong with monologues at all. Just don't get me wrong. But I'm just trying to push the boundaries a little bit. Um, so it started off with a sort of one-way. Comp- it was all. It's, it's all been quite complicated. But anyway, I've got it down to third, fourth draft. Uh, and the la- that last fourth draft, I I rewrote it um, because Darren. Basically, the really annoying thing about Darren is uh, he will look at something. He'll come up with some loose suggestions. Uh, I'll get cross because I don't want to rewrite it and then I'll wake up in the middle of the night realize he's absolutely right and Because the suggestion is loose and not prescriptive um I realize he's just given me the springboard to write something much better It's really irritating uh, And he's very very good at being a dramaturg a dramaturg somebody that looks at a writer's work and um, makes it better basically so, um, and he's very good at that. And I have to admit that, I've just, there's a child on a skateboard. I've never seen such a small child on such a big skateboard. I mean, the skateboard's absolutely enormous. I mean, it may as well have had six wheels on it it's so long. Um, oh, and there's a child behind it so what do you call those things with two wheels and a platform that just um, roll on their own? The child is trying to get up um, the the curb on, on it and, obviously is failing and has now just picked it up and walked off in a huff. So, yeah, so I've I've been banging that out. So I've got the last draft out yesterday because it's on the 20th, the performance. Uh, And then I've also managed to... uh, Oh, and I've also got a podcast. Darren and I were so busy we didn't get any podcast recording and so we didn't have any to put out so we had to have a very long christmas break longer than we meant um we've got to get one out this sunday so we recorded one on friday the one before that we did record but it went horribly wrong so uh which was all darren's fault so um i uh, just, uh so we decided not to put it out so we did another one on friday and went the other way we were so organized and so lovely to each other uh it just sounds like a loving but actually I think it's quite sweet as uh, so I've got to edit that and that usually takes a couple of days um, and I need to get that done by Wednesday so Darren can then listen to it and uh, fine-tune the editing which he's very good at as well which is really annoying and um, then I've managed to put myself into four courses over two days that's today and tomorrow so I'm literally on zoom between Four till quarter past nine today. Hence the early podcast recording. And then up tomorrow, I'm on from four till nine again. I think no, five till nine again, or something tomorrow. I can't remember. Uh, And that's then I've got it. And part of that's it's no, it's not all meeting. Some of that's teaching, so I've got to get preparation done. So um, I'm just very tight in all uh, in in my work, getting everything done. And I was considering not doing this today, but I thought no. The audience expect, England expects, and Australia uh, expect, so this is coming out. Um And then yesterday was very emotional. Well, now, actually, it's been an emotional week on top of everything else because we completed the sale of the family home on Sunday last week. My brother went up there and oversaw. So we had i'm very happy that the people who cleared the house are actually their house clearers, is their proper auctioneers and they uh they um store stuff for you as well so basically they house cleared what wasn't valuable they've taken for auction stuff they think is auctionable which makes me very happy because i know that mum and dad stuff will go to people that want it uh, as opposed to just being chucked out and uh, the grandfather clock and the piano, which are meant to be charging down here, and which I was panicking about because I haven't got room for it. Uh, they've been put in storage. Uh, we're all with the same company, uh, so that leaves us at our leisure to sort things out, uh, and then they'll bring them down here when we need them. So um, my my brother did all that, um, and I think uh, handed left the keys, uh, which he said was really odd. Uh, t- has taken photographs of all the empty rooms, and I think. I'm still grieving that actually. I don't think I'm going to grieve that for quite some time. I think just because of lockdown, because no one's really going anywhere. I mean, I couldn't go up with my brother, it just wasn't practical because of everything going on. Otherwise, I would have any other time, I'd have gone up and done it with him. Um, I think the thing is, I'm trapped at home and can't go out. But the point is, I can never go up to my parents' house ever again. Um, it's not our house anymore. Uh, and I think I'm finding that. A little bit hard, and um, and there's no reason to go to Harrogate anymore. Uh, although I've got friend, I've got, I've got a very good friend up there. Um, so, but anyway, um, what was I saying? So yes, there was all that going on, and then yes, they got very emotional because we hit the last episode of Shits Creek and the last episode of Dash and Lily both on the same day. So many a tear was shed. Uh, over that. Dashing Lily is just a very short series, but absolutely beautifully done, about two teenagers in New York at Christmas time um, who don't meet each other through a notebook that they uh, leave for each other with things written in. It's very, very lovely. It's based on a young adult uh, novel written by um, a man and a woman author together, which I think works Works quite well, so it's very even handed between the boy and the girl. And in some ways, it could be adapted yes, Darren adapted to another any other age group. It's such a lovely idea of just getting to know somebody, uh, without meeting them, but in in, a very honest way, almost like giving each other two people giving each other their uh, diaries. Actually, there's an idea for a play, there isn't there? I think I better shut off. Um, so you know, you could do that with any age group, but uh, these two, I think they were about 17 and 8. I don't know, we quite young. Anyway, it was very lovely. And, um Ooh. purposeful stride there. And, um, yeah, so that was all a bit emotional. So we're trying to find uh, something to replace Schitt's Creek, and we've decided on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the first episode to watched today, which is created and written by Michael Shore, who did The Good Place, uh, and also, I think, did Parks and, Rec- Parks and Recreation. Uh, and I like it very much, so I'm happy with that and we're now on to skipping child uh we're now on to episode we're now on to the final series of gilmore girls which is all very contentious because amy sherman palladino was kicked off it um and so it has nothing to do with this last series uh, and then she came back and rewrote uh gilmore girls a year in the life which is four 90 minute episodes uh, but I was in two minds about watching Series 7, and to be honest, it is lacking something. Um, the dialogue's just not as snappy. Um, we've only watched three episodes, so I'm not going we'll to just all go up and down this road now. Uh, that's six people walked past in the past two minutes, uh, but no one's very interesting to comment on. Um, so, da, da 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 yes, so that's all that. Uh, and then... um. I had a rather odd run this morning because I do nine and a half laps and I always, of, of where I run and then I went to check the nine and a half. I always check my Strada, which is the app that tells you how fast you run and how long you far you run. Uh, I always check it just before I'm coming up to the end and realized I'd done way over um, five kilometres. So I'd obviously run an extra, I'd miscounted and run an extra lap. And I felt all right, actually, but the whole run was quite slow compared to other ones. But that was quite jolly. Uh, it's a very quiet yoga. Oh, more people walking by. You see, the trouble is in winter. People have got hoods and hats on. You can't see their faces. Uh, and there's no colourful clothing today, so it's all a bit dull. Although there is a robin bouncing around in the tree outside. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it. I've just got to get on, basically. Um... I had a lovely um a lovely teaching moment last week. Uh the uh my student who is how old is she 14 no 13 14 uh, anyway no she's year she's year 9. Um we're doing Shakespeare and uh doing Midsummer Night's Dream and there's some she uh, says there's a woman walking past picking her nose and that's really unpleasant. Um um, doing some stuff connected to the Globe, the Shakespeare's Globe, and asked her to design some costumes for me uh, for *Midsummer Night's Dream* if if it was to be performed at the Globe, uh, and she's just done in in modern times, but but sort of staying within the restrictions of the historicalness of the Globe, and she's just done the most astonishingly lovely costume designs that when I mean that look lovely, and then when she told me the thought that had gone in and the research and i'd given her i didn't think she was particularly interested in costume so i hadn't given her a lot of stuff to go on she's gone away and researched elizabethan costume she's given it a modern twist um she's looked into color and uh, the, the meaning colors had in elizabethan times and she's uh, adapted that to the character to the to the character that she's dressing the actor uh, it, it's just astonishing absolutely beautiful and just was one of those. Uh, it just makes teaching worth it and things like that happen just completely out of the blue. So um, yeah, uh, I did walk past the hippies uh, family's house earlier on and saw uh, a cat uh, just sitting on the door, waiting to go in, uh, obviously losing weight by the minute. So um, just to say uh, that's how that family behave generally. And um, I haven't seen anyone else, actually. Uh, No, it's actually, well, no, I'm not surprising, really. The irony is, last Mr. Burt Pods, I I broadcast slightly, I think it was just a matter of hours before we went into the latest lockdown. I don't quite, I don't even want to talk about that. I'll talk about that next week. Right, I'm off. Uh, I've got things to do. Um, I hope everyone, genuinely hope everybody is all right. Uh, It's all a bit rubbish. And uh, thank you for listening. Um, I don't mean the podcast is all a bit rubbish. I mean life in general is all a bit rubbish at the moment. Thank you for listening.